Sean, I swallowed a dictionary no, yesterday. No. Yeah. Gave gave me the sorest throat I've ever had. <laughs> and I mean thesaurus <laughs> throat I've ever had. Did you make I, that did you make that up all by yourself? Oh, Bill? I wish I wish I could say I did. No, but you know, I, I was I was spewing words I didn't even know that I didn't know from thesaurus. In my throat. Well, you know, there are worse things than eating dictionaries. <laughs> yes, there are. I suppose there are. I suppose there are. Yes, it's one, hard, it's hard one to way swallow. to absorb the words. One bite at a time. One bite at a time. Right. I love, I love dictionaries, but you all, you know that. Oh yes, any, any written word, any yeah. written word we we love and we like and mm-hmm. we digest. Try to digest. Yes. There are people that do eat paper. I guess they have pica, though. <laughs> yeah. Some yeah. sort, of, some sort of a yeah, that's situation. A, that's a disorder. Unfortunate. Yeah. Anyway, you anyway. know, a little bit of library humor <laughs> on this Friday, Friday, which you know where it is, where it is in, in other necks of the woods. <laughs> what? But and I haven't even had my gla- I haven't even had my glass of wine yet. Hello, other necks. Other necks. Hello, everybody. Hello, everyone. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to Wacky Poem Life. I'm Sean. I'm Bill. <laughs> Go ahead. We, take, we, we take, think. A, take a drink, Bill. Okay, here, here I go. Here, listen, listen, everyone. Oh, did you hear that? Mm-hmm. I needed it. <laughs> Welcome to episode 49, For, you know, Wacky we're, Poem We're Life. approaching 50. 50 that's yes. that's going to be like 50. No, I was 50 a decade ago. 50, right. Uh, oh, I understand. I, same for me, but it seems like a milestone. Yeah. It's like, oh my goodness. Yeah, I know. We we're still getting, going. Getting, we're, yeah, take a lick and keep on ticking. I, I yeah. feel like maybe this podcast will be kind of like this museum that I started 10 years ago. When people ask me, uh, why did you start that museum? And I always just say, because nobody stopped me. Because no I one guess, stopped you. <laughs> I guess yeah. the podcast will be like that. We're just going to keep doing this unless someone stops us. Unless someone says, stop that. <laughs> <laughs> Which no, they have not, no, 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 they'll have to make us. Yeah, they you, can't just tell well, me that. Not, Somebody no. will have to force and us to we'll, stop. We'll debate that. Yeah. yeah, and we appreciate you all listening every week. Where we come to you from the rural Oklahoma Museum of Poetry in Locust Grove, America, and we pick a poem that someone has left in the museum, and we talk about it. Yeah, yep. And, and you will be able to find this museum by the wonderful lettering on the exterior of the building. Yes, and you'll find it online at ROMP. WackyPoemLife.com. Mm-hmm. So, uh, something like that. Something, well, you, you know, some, <laughs> anyway, just look us up. Find us. <laughs> WackyPoemLife.com. Yes, that's where the podcast mm-hmm. is at. Right. And where you can see the picture of the poem we're going to talk about today, which yeah. was written with um, felt tip on a dry erase board, it looks like. See, I thought that yeah. was a piece of uh, legal legal pad. No, you know what? I think it's pretty much it, it is on a, these little dry erase pads. You know, kind of like clipboards that I had in the museum many years ago. And I, I think I've talked about this before. I had a little exhibit that was on Craigslist poetry. Mm-hmm. So I put a really funky ad where somebody had screwed up all the words and the description or whatever, and you wrote a poem about it. I think this is about a, a something that was for sale on Craigslist. Okay. But I don't know because I don't have the actual ad. We just have the poem. And I was inferring so much more. 
I, I was just thinking. I, please I, do. Okay. Please keep inferring. I, w- I was thinking this is a me- you know, metaphor for how, how this person feels about themselves and life. It and, is. And moving along, uh, you know, different phases of life. I and, think so. Well, okay. Well, I'll, I'll keep metaphoring. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm not going to squash your inferences <laughs> and your don't. intentions no. be- before we even get started, okay. Bill. Okay. All right. No, no, never. Never. <laughs> never. You no squashing. Read, you want to read the poem? I would love to read the poem. Okay. I'm going to take a drink while uh, you I, read the poems. Deal. <laughs> Slightly used, none worse for the wear, still beautiful, perhaps treasures still sleeping in bottom, drawers beneath slips, until death, when secrets revealed, letters from old lovers, photos from youth, dust. Yeah. Interesting to me. Yes. Yeah. Exclamation points and question marks and commas and... Oh, you know how I always have to comment on punctuation. The punctuation in this poem is exquisite. Mm. Is exquisite? Oh, my. That's nice. It's uh, it's either uh, atrocious or exquisite. And I'm glad it was exquisite. What are you saying? Are you saying I'm an extreme person? No, I just, I'm I'm very cautious about showing you anything. I can't be in the middle? No, 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 not at all. I would be very hesitant to show you or your mother anything I've written from when I was younger. Because I think I'd get some red marks and Bill, some Bill, you have seen some of the stuff I wrote when I was younger. I have. Yeah. You well, have never no, mind. You have nothing to fear. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the look I gave you when you told me it was yours. It's like that look of horror, like I'm on the tracks and I'm tied to the tracks and the train's coming. Right. Yeah. I mean, that that's uh, we're getting close to Halloween. That's my uh, idea of a, of a haunted house, you know, is if I go into a house and people are all standing around reading my poetry from when I was a teenager. That's <laughs> <laughs> some scare. Very nonsense. Something <laughs> you've had this dream before, or something. Yeah. I've had this dream yes. where people were standing around. I heard these familiar words. Yes, yes. Well, so you th- this was from someone who wrote excerpts from Craigslist ads. You know, I think there w- there must have been a picture of a dresser, you know, or something like that. That um, and maybe the ad said it was slightly used. Yeah, and maybe it was all beaten up. I can't yeah. really remember. Yeah. Yeah, but the, it seems like they probably just took that idea of this dresser and what might have lived in this dresser. I just wonder if this was one ad, one item, because it's a treasure trove mm-hmm. of, of phrases if it's one advertisement. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's a lot of things about what you would find. Though, oh, yeah. In oh, certainly. That, in that drawer. And it looks like. You know how a lot of, I don't know if guys have this, but women have their lingerie drawer, you know, right? underwear right. drawer maybe. Mm-hmm. That kind of seems like what we're talking about because there's an intimacy about yes. the poem. And well, you might have a letter or two underneath that yes. or a pair of earrings or a, a key or something mm-hmm. along these lines. Other secrets, other items other secrets. We, we won't talk about because yeah. we're PG. We're, P, right, we're PG. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. <laughs> Lift my mind out of that. Ledge. <laughs> you all can just keep whatever you want in your lingerie drawer. No one should be looking in your drawers. <laughs> keep your hands off my drawers. Yeah, sure. So that, that does make, make more sense to me. Mm-hmm. And, of course, that everyone has dust. I inferred, as I said I did. Infer I th- away. I thought the author was comparing himself or herself, I imagine herself, to the items for sale. Maybe she felt... Slightly used, but oh, she was. I like that. But yeah. she was none the worse for wear. Right. She was still beautiful. Mm-hmm. She still had treasures. Mm-hmm. Um, she's she, sleeping in the bottom drawer, though. Hopefully, she's not sleeping in the bottom <laughs> drawer. 
but she still had secrets that were that were um, uh, hers to keep only. Um, She's and hiding beneath the slips. Hiding beneath the slips. She has photos from her youth. So she was probably still beautiful, but, you know, was what was considered more beautiful like the society mm-hmm. back in the day. And then, of course, dust is what is everyone's inevitable end yeah, game, ashes I suppose. Yeah, ashes, dust to dust. Yes. Mm-hmm. And comparing herself to the, to that item for sale. And I, I also had a kind of a cool thought, John. Mm-hmm. All um, right. Human cool, patina. Cool. You know what? Coolio. Pati- Coolio died the other I day. I know that. I wish he was. He's at our age. Yeah, I Here, know. And I was like, I was thinking, okay, how is my heart? We, we digress, folks. Forgive us, but Coolio, that that, that was kind of a. <laughs> I did. Shocking it. You were too. starting to tell us something about that, patina, and, that, I, and I went off. Well, no, sorry. That's fine, but uh, I was, you know, I I, I love Coolio. I yeah. liked that that one song, uh, club song back in the day. I hadn't heard anything from him in a long time. I hadn't either. He must have been sick. I haven't read. All I saw was the headlines. Right. Yeah. But um. What about patina? Okay. Uh, and, and what about patina? Patina Bill? is when when a work of art uh, ages and it, it acquires things over age that, in my opinion, make it more beautiful. Uh, co- yes, because it gives it character. Copper will patinate. Shows you it's been around. Right. Copper will patinate. Metals will patinate sometimes. What was that again? Comparable co- patinate. Copper. Copper. The metal copper will patinate, oh. which gives it a verdigris green color. Oh, yeah. So in any copper sculptures or like awnings. Like the Price Tower in Bartlesville? Will, will patinate yeah. and gives it more character. Yeah. So I think that humans, if you can look at them, have a patination. Oh. And if you can appreciate them, they are even more beautiful as they age, if you would just look for that beauty. Human, human patination. Human patination. Is that the equivalent <clears throat> of what I was talking about before we started, that all my skin was flaking off in my arms? Similar. <laughs> You were, you were seeing as a, it is as, as a negative, and I was thinking maybe you're just a beautiful snake molting. <laughs> I put on lotion this morning when I first got up, and I got here to the museum, and I'm still, you know, dry like nothing. I had put nothing on. I put another layer on. What do you think we live in Santa Fe <sighs> or dust, New Mexico or dust, uh, dust, what, dust. what's going on here? Really, we, this is a, supposed to be a human part of the uh, of apparently the nation. patination is what's patination's going on. Patination's going on. You know, we're sloughing. <laughs> we're sloughing scales. Sloughing. We're sloughing. Isn't that a word? Isn't that a word? Sloughing, sloughing. Is, not, is not a good word. Speaking of words. <laughs> My lover, the online etymology oh, dictionary, yes, says yes, yes. about dust, of course, that it is fine, dry particles of earth or other matter, mm-hmm. such as skin cells, Certainly. so light that they can be raised and carried by the wind. And that is, and that is the cells of a skin, of skin cells. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a dermal layer. Mm-hmm. Certainly, this is from our old buddy. The pro, the word comes from the uh, Proto-Indo-European root "du." which means dust, smoke, or vapor. There's also a source from Sanskrit uh, that means shake, or from the Latin fumus, meaning smoke. Hmm. And that and that's dust? Yes, all of those, yeah, that's where the... It seems like such a simple word, no, you know. But I, but the, you know, the derivation simple. of words is never simple. Never simple. Unless we don't know, you know, right. where it come from at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I also like this definition of dust. Elementary substance of the human body that to which living matter decays. Hmm. Yeah. So the stuff of life, the mortal stuff, life. The That's stuff what of dust life. is. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, dust is basically, uh, I mean, skin cells are basically. Uh, exfoli- big part of it, Exfoliation it? of, of our, our cells that were once alive and now they're moving on to another, their other realm. I have dust all around my chair because I'm still flaking off. <laughs> <laughs> By the end of this podcast, it'll be, your, it'll be just a pile of... Just of, a little pile. It, you know, I'll just go like it. I'll go like this, Sean. 
<laughs> she's off the table. She disappeared. She disappeared. You'll have to go get the vacuum cleaner out of the closet. <laughs> right. Vacuum me all up because I have bitten the bitten, dust. Bitten the dust. <laughs> and how do you bite dust, by the way? You know, that's always interesting. Another one bites the dust. How hmm. do you think that phrase is, Bill? Bitten the dust. Bite the dust. I uh-huh. think it's, I would say, probably uh, 1921. 1750. Oh, my gosh. To be thrown or struck down. Hence, be vanquished, die, be slain, perish in oh, battle. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> bite they the dust, 1750. Bite, bite the dust. Yeah. Another one There's even the earlier dust. versions in 1670s, bite the ground. That sounds like something from Monty Python. <laughs> right. That's hard to do. <laughs> Unless you have little hills everywhere, you know, little mole, oh, mole, mole, French, mole mounds. French. What did they always say with the in the French castle and Holy Grail? Uh, uh, oh, I don't know. It escapes. My I mind. laugh at your aunties. I don't remember. <laughs> anyway, they would say, "Bite the ground." Bite the ground. Lick the dust. It's from the 14th century. Hmm. That means when you don't have nothing else to eat, you got to lick the dust. Just lick the dust. My, my. I like that this poem ends with dust, and it is capitalized. And it has a period. So the whole line is that one word, dust. Yeah, dust. Yeah. And when you read it, you know, you had a little emphasis there because you were emphasizing the punctuation, mm-hmm. which you're right. There's exclamation points. There's questions. letters from old lovers. Yeah. Photos from youth. Yeah. Dust. And the, those are questions. Yeah. Could, could these be underneath items? Are yeah, these hidden? Ta- taped to the bottom of the drawer? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, it's, There's nothing terribly all you know awe-inspiring about this poem, but it is well done. Yeah, it's it, somebody thought it out, especially because they have the punctuation that makes you pause and consider, you know, slightly used. Yeah. Period. And you know, none worse for the wear. I think human beings are kind of like automobiles because you know you the minute you drive them off the parking lot they lose burn, value. Burn, burn, burn. <laughs> they lose what? They lose some value. They lose their value in society's <laughs> eyes. In society's, it could be just as good as any other car, but you've got some miles on you, so we're going to have to. You're going to be costing a lot less than a, that new car. You know, uh, I don't I, think slightly is the adverb for me anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> I think we no got to fix something else. <laughs> something else. Okay. <laughs> But it, the key, I wrote the key to this poem seems overwhelmingly over oh, overwhelmingly used used <laughs> very used. Okay. The key to this poem I wrote seems to be that this person might be asking us to value the experience and the beauty and wisdom acquired over time. Perhaps uh-huh, uh-huh. is that is that uh, being too? That's pretty deep. Deep too deep. Pretty too deep. deep. We're just, uh, we're just going dust level. Not really. I've been in puddles deeper than that. Bill. Puddle deep. Oh my puddles. <laughs> Those are some deep puddles. <laughs> or the, I just snorted. <laughs> <laughs> that means you really liked it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's definitely a, a, a theme of of uh, you know permanence and and mortality and immortality here, and with because of the things that you mentioned, and also this this idea of dust and ending with it. It's it's got a lot of poetic quality to it. Also, I, I like the idea of that the treasures are sleeping. You know that personification is nice. Yeah. Uh, there's quite a bit of alliteration that makes it sound pleasant. Slightly still, still sleeping. Slips secrets. You know all those. S- yeah. Give it that 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 secretive quality. Letters and lovers. Worse. Letters, and wear. lovers, worse wear. Yeah. Yeah. Have you noticed this? Um, 
when you buy an old piece of furniture and you pull up the doors and you clean them out and there is dust, but it, oftentimes it's very talcum fine type dust in the uh, nestled in the corners. Mm-hmm. You'll pat them out and they they just almost that's lift away. A person who's been dead a long time, that's yeah. their skin. Is that their skin? And that's their skin. <laughs> everything turns to everything goes back to the sloughing of the skin. Yeah. You know. Yeah. In a few more years, if this table's still here, there will be uh, yeah. a couple of piles, very, very piles fine of... powder where I was sitting. <laughs> <laughs> you are dust and you shall return to dust. Forensic. The forensic. Bill, that's why I don't dust, because it could be someone I know. And that's a good reason not to dust. <laughs> right. Dusting. Yeah. Dusting is I, I have a I have a feather duster that I kind of use once in a while and. Yeah. Once in a while being key word. Yeah, but who are know. who are you shaking up? Who are you disturbing? Right. With that and that might disturbing. be very, very disrespectful. But, you know, do you remember that? The, that's right. So people, you don't have to clean because it's disrespectful. No. And have you noticed these days you see no furniture polishing commercials like you used to? Remember the Pledge commercials? or mm-hmm. I shouldn't say the name brand, but <laughs> furniture polish where you spray and then wipe it out. No, n- no dulling residue, you know, shine. Lemon yeah. fresh. Oh, we should all have residue in our house. It's I, just respect. It's just respect for resi- who has come before us. Oh, I've got us. residue. Not only do I have residue, <laughs> I, w- I was vacuuming up some uh, cobwebs with live spiders. And I thought, is that disrespectful? Cause that's, you were using the spiders to vacuum up? I was using my vacuum cleaner to vacuum up cobwebs <laughs> with live spiders. And I thought, you know, no. how, how disrespectful. This is your home. That's cruel. And you've come in here by my lamp, which stays on, to try to catch your meal. And I've... Now I've there taken were probably spiders that were going to eat your mosquitoes and your flies uh, well, and, and your nonsense in their and house. And now I've disrupted the cycle of life. You have. You've yeah. ruined the ecosystem uh, in your pretty living much, room. Pretty much. You know, living out where I live, you never know what you're going to find. <clears throat> Speaking you know? of dust, Bill, do you know what did what the police found after they dusted Chris Rock's face after the uh, uh, Oscars? Oh, that was an incident. Uh, what they find after they dusted his face? Uh, they they probably found the knuckle sandwich. Aiden. Fresh prints. <laughs> <laughs> the fresh the fresh prints of Bell hair. <laughs> oh my! What an incident. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The earth shifted after that. <clears throat> yes. Three guys walked into a bar covered in coal dust, and the bartender took one look at them and said. Um, go jump in the furnace. I don't know. <laughs> coal dust. First of all, do, we, do people know what coal dust even is? <laughs> you have to be under 71. The bartender know. said, sorry, but we don't uh, serve sir. minors. My. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to I thought you were going to get that eventually. I was going to say briquettes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we don't serve charbroiled, you know, grilled anything any longer. You know, we use our microwave. <laughs> oh gosh, I got to work on that. Oh my goodness. This poem made, uh, immediately made me think of a a, a classic poem from T. S. Eliot called "The Wasteland." You know, his big signature poem. There's a line in it where he says, "I will show you fear in a handful of dust," mm-hmm. and then. Um, there was a British writer, Evelyn Wall, who wrote a book called A Handful of Dust. And so he took his title of the book from that poem. And the book, I do recommend it. It's a really, really good book. It's brutal mm-hmm. and it's satire. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's an excellent book, Handful of Dust, Evelyn Wall. But I would never attempt to explain 
the wasteland <laughs> or what he meant by I will show you fear and a handful of dust. But I think it's kind of the same thing as we have in our little poem here that mm-hmm. someone left in the museum is that it is, you know, I will show you that you are mortal, mm-hmm. that you are going to become dust, that you are, you know, it's just a handful of of, of sails uh, that are just floating, mm-hmm. going to be floating away on the wind. Um yeah. Mortality and immortality in the, you know, this is very biblical in the midst of life we are in death. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. The moment you're born, you begin to die. Yes. Right. Right. You know, speaking of death, not to change subject too much, I want to get your opinion on something. Because you know how I think about things and I can't stop thinking about things. Uh-huh. Yesterday during Taekwondo, I told you I had a, an incident where we had death occur mm-hmm. at my window. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a bird hit my window and, I, and it was a bird that I think I listened to all summer long and it has bothered me so i would like your opinion on this on this writing and i'm going to read it to you now okay it's called rain crow mm-hmm. i heard the thud against the window and as usual dreaded to look i'd hoped to see stunned eyes dazed stare racing heart but saw none he lay still i ran out scooped him up still warm neck limp as a rag i gently blew into gray feathers and curved yellow bill hoping I contained life's breath. But I knew he would never again advertise rain with his clacking call and throaty cull. Was he the one I'd stop, I'd hear and stop to listen? Will storms ever come again? Aww. So I know that's sad. No. But um, uh, it, it, now that I've got that out of my system. It just, that's, the, that's what happens. It's a beautiful poem. Bill. Well, and I also have this a. Life I have a photo, and, I, and I, I, I actually took a photo of the bird after I tried to re- revive him. What did you Not, eventually do with him? I tossed him off the edge <laughs> of the deck because the foxes need to eat two circle of life. There you go. There you go. I thought about having a. I thought about having a service with my dogs in attendance, and the, but I was I was busy, so I thought you know this is a circle of life, dust to dust, the, the, feather to feather to feather. That dust will to dust. return into the ground, for out of it was thou taken, for dust thou art, and unto dust thou, thou shalt, shalt return. Return. Yep. Yeah, I'm not True. a religious person, but I know that's what. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. dust is all about. Yeah, I, I agreed. We've heard that all of our lives. There's probably nothing there but dust now. Dust. If the fox got him. Yeah, you know, foxes make the rounds, <laughs> let me tell you. Turtles and foxes and all the kinds of things. But it's something, you know, you're just going about your everyday life and just enjoying things and, you know, having a drink and talking to friends and cooking a meal and, you know, taking a piss and whatever it is that you're doing. <laughs> right. And then all of a sudden... Right. Well, Coolio a bird hits your window, bird, and right. you begin to think of yeah, yeah the larger scheme of things. Yeah, you know, we were talking about Coolio. He was in the bathroom, I think, and had a heart attack. Friend's bathroom. Elvis Presley. No, Coolio. Coolio. That's all Elvis Presley. Oh, Elvis Presley also. I thought. <laughs> yes. I thought. I thought that train had left the track. So, so I didn't realize Elvis was in the bathroom. Yes. Oh my yeah. God! Now that's going to occupy my mind all day. <laughs> oh, sorry. You got to write a poem no, about I, that. No, bring it to Pro- us next time. Probably not. Not on that one. <laughs> But uh, it, it's right. It, it, that's right. You know, mm-hmm. you just you don't don't know. No. You don't know what you don't know. No, you know you don't know when you're going to bite the dust. Bite the dust. Another one bites uh, the dust. Well, you no, know, and another one gone, <laughs> and another one gone, another one bites the dust. I, I wonder. I wonder if Freddie Mercury wrote that. You know, he performed it. I would imagine he did write that. Yeah. I don't know. You know, there's so many of the popular, wonderful songs out there in the world. And they're all based on uh, cliches. Mm-hmm. 
All yours, dust, dust in oh, the wind. That's the most defeatist song ever. Dust. Yeah. Oh, man. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> dust in her throat. All she has is dust in her throat. They're coming to, mm. to Tulsa, I'm pretty sure. Are they? Kansas. Hmm. No, no. It was, Grand, it was Grand Funk Railroad. Grand Funk. And ZZ is coming, too. Which is like, I'm not know, sure why I confused n- Grand Funk Railroad with Kansas. Give me a good 70s, 80s band, and I'm totally... I'm totally I think the lead singers look similar in those two bands. Mark mm-hmm. Farner and I don't remember who... What was the name of the lead singer in Kansas? They look similar, yeah. though. Had yeah. long brown hair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was it. Yeah. That was okay. my connection. Well, you know, excellent, excellent... <laughs> 70s bands, I'm there. Yeah. Oh, when the dust has settled, I will have a reason for everything that, that I've said that didn't make any sense. But will we know? We won't yeah. even know. Bill, do you know what you get when you put cabbage in a wood chipper? Oh, shredded slaw, slamane. Sladest. Sladest. <laughs> I really thought you were going to get it there for a minute. You know, we're going to win that $25,000 pyramid one of these days. We are going to win it. Okay, hey, you know, you know what it is time for. Poetry course. If for some reason you are listening to us for the first time, um, several episodes back, Bill mentioned Poetry Court, and we grabbed onto it, and we do a little segment called Poetry Court at the end of each of our episodes now. We take a poem to court. We take it to court. We eviscerate it. Yes. Yeah. Little did I know what I started when I uttered those words. You know. You Sean, didn't know. Sean jolted like she was shot, and she said, write that down. Yeah, and then, see, and I had this gavel that, that my friend Sandy Burford had given me. I don't know where she got it from. Uh, it's Knowing a, Sandy, she probably lifted it from a courtroom. When she, I'm kidding, Sandy. It's, I'm just kidding. it's official, yeah. It's got a brass plate on there. It's got a name and everything. Um, so, yeah, I wanted to do poetry, poetry court because I like this gavel. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a good reason. That's a good reason. And that's a good enough reason. All right. So we have a poem today, if you want to call it that. And, uh, Bill, you are going to be the prosecutor. I sure and, am. And the judge in this. And yep. so you'll have to present your case, and then I'll see what kind of defense I can put on for this poem. Okay. And I'm going to do – I'm going to read the – read the do. offending. I don't, I don't want to. Read the offending words right now. Yeah. Don't feel bad. Don't feel bad if things go wrong. Don't feel bad if your wait is long. For life will never be the same for you. If things are old, then we'll become new. Don't feel bad on any blame because your life will never be the same. Life is just an unknown name. Oh, my gosh. Lovely. No. (laughs) I I think not. I think the, the, the charge is... The charge is being leveled. It is being doggered, doggerel at the highest level. Doggerel at the doggerel, highest level. Doggerel. Hmm. Doggerelly. Doggerelism. Doggerelism. Okay. Yep. The rhyming is imperfect and erratic. The meter is erratic. The topic is infantile. The form is flawed. <laughs> the imagery is cliche at the high, in the highest form. The message is amateur and defeatist. <laughs> and I'm ready to sentence this. I was going to bring my gavel, but I think it's improper. <laughs> so um, I would like to open this up to counsel and to ask what is your defense for this? Okay. So the um, <clears throat> the crime is doggerel. You, you made some points there. I am not sure that you have proved anything beyond a reasonable doubt, though. 
And uh, that is the standard here in the U.S. of A., uh, that the court system operates under that idea of the innocent until proven guilty. <laughs> I'm getting, getting ready Are to you be- mocking me no, over there? <laughs> I'm getting ready to sing. I'm getting ready to. T- I'm getting ready to sing. What's his name? Proud to be an American. <laughs> He's shaking his head back and forth and smiling like. <laughs> <laughs> U.S. of A. My baby is American made. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. Counsel, continue. Apologies. <clears throat> well. My client cannot be deprived of life, liberty, and uh, the pursuit of happiness unless you have proven beyond a reasonable doubt that at uh, this point is actually guilty of the the crime of doggerel. And I would like to to uh, state that you said that the rhyme was off. This is not off rhyme. These are all perfect rhymes. Wrong, long, you, new, blame, same name. So I, I think you have... Counselor, with all due respect, your information wrong in in that area. Still don't like it. I think the, I think I think one of the highest uh, uh, points of value for this poem is that the word "your" is spelled correctly. Yeah, is and that is your and, and, and that yes, is a saving your, grace. Your weight is long. Yes. It is not spelled Y-O-U apostrophe R-E as many oh. people would spell it. So this person uh, well, has some uh, ability to choose the correct spelling of a word that is often Counsel, I'm actually surprised missed. that that is correctly spelled. Yes, I, I know. See, because yep. that's, that's a good point that I'm making right here. Yep. Okay. I'm just trying to keep you honest. <laughs> Got to keep the prosecution keep, honest. <laughs> keep me honest. <laughs> but um, in, I, it feels like it should be, again, in, in a uh, – Hallmark card with a Snoopy on the cover. <clears throat> okay. Um, well, that will take us to our defense, which we will talk about. The uh, I would like to propose that the this poem is a result of entrapment. Mm-hmm. Entrapment. Clarify, please. Mm-hmm. Clarify. Well, this person who wrote this poem was probably just a law-abiding citizen, and they just committed this offense because they were intimidated or coerced by someone who apparently has a, a vendetta against them. And uh, so they're just trying to write this poem in order to um, make this person feel better. And it feels like they have to write this poem. They yeah. felt they had to write this poem. They were trapped into it yes. and did the best they could. Tra- trapped is a good in word. In that uh, when they were in, under duress and in danger. Under duress and that dress. But the thing is, with uh, counsel – with I, I don't know whether this would make the person feel better to have this read to them. <clears throat> life is just an unknown name. Is it really? Is life unknown name? I don't know if that would work. So I'm going to have to overrule that. That <laughs> <laughs> I felt good. Hmm. <clears throat> I would like to also state that even that in addition to using the correct spelling of your, that every word and this poem is spelled correctly. It has a systematic rhyme scheme. This is a septet, meaning it is a seven-line poem with a consistent rhyme scheme. And it's um, written very similar in to the tradition of Chaucer, one of the greatest poets in the English language. I just... Are you going to argue with Chaucer? I'm not going to argue with Chaucer, but I'm going to argue with the last phrase. I think it was just thrown in as, a, as an afterthought. Because your life will never be the same. Life is just an unknown name. No, no, we don't. We're not. Uh, we're, we're not buying this. I, it's really a valiant defense. 
But I'm, uh, I'm, well, I'm, almost, ready, I'm have, almost ready to sentence right now. Well, I don't have the person who was the one responsible for entrapping the poet into writing this poem. They are not here in court today. They're not here. Unlike so those, I do those not people have, who, are, who are here in person usually. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. But I feel that that is what has happened. And in consulting with my uh, client, that that is what we uh, have determined uh, is the best defense. Well, we feel that we uh, entrapment uh, has been proven and that you have not proven that this is doggerel beyond a reasonable doubt. Well, we feel like that it is not a flagrant violation that is going to require uh, any sort of uh, felony or, or jail time, but there will be a, a, a sentence uh, laid down. Okay. The sentence is that the, this author is going to have to alphabetize um, uh a card catalog system for a library that still uses card catalogs. Oh, goody, goody. <laughs> <laughs> Only you would think that is, was that is, is, would be fun. I don't know if my client would enjoy that, but I will help him or You will her. help. Okay. Make sure, that they, make sure that they cooperate and that they uh, know the alphabetization but of card catalog system. But before you get ahead of yourself, we need the public to decide, oh, really. True, true. I mean, you can say that's a sentence, but the public has to decide, public. first of all, if that sentence is going to be carried out. Oh, okay. We okay. need, we, we need pub- so the, public, the jury. We need, we need you to decide if the prosecution or the defense uh, won this case with this poem. So at wackypoemlife.com and under episode 49, slightly used, please give us your thoughts. We yes. would appreciate it. Absolutely. So I'm gonna I'm gonna bang one time. All right. Court is a- a- adjourned. adjourned for now, but we we do need input from the uh, general public, the jury jury in, in and jury in general. Ooh. Yeah. Public jury. Okay. Yeah, that was that, that Man, was that good, was doggerel. You did a good job that was of doggerel. finding a finding a indefensible poem on that. One, it took Bill. a while. It took a while. <laughs> hey, yeah. you guys out there too, be feel free to send us some bad poetry that we oh, could that use in fun. poetry court. That would be fun. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. Uh, we got something for you to be looking forward to too, because we are very fast, fast, fastly, fastly. <laughs> That means, that means quick, Fastly folks. Fastly approaching uh, episode 52, which is going to be our one-year anniversary, anniversary episode. And we're going to attempt to do some mm-hmm. different things. Mm-hmm. We might even try to do a Facebook Live of the Ooh, episode help us. 52. Y'all can see what we look like. <laughs> i got to comb my hair. i got to shave. Uh, we have to make sure we can figure out the technology, but we'd like to do that <laughs> so that you could watch it and send us questions and comments as we're talking and I don't know. Yeah. Nonsense will ensue. We're absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We'll be tickling yeah. the cheese. Fun will and be all had. Oh my gosh. Yes. <laughs> tickling the cheese among other things. Yeah. And, right. Right. So we appreciate you all. Make sure you uh if you are on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a review there. Those are that's one of the easiest places to leave a review. But then also comment on wackypoemlife.com and check us out on our Facebook page too, Wacky Poem Life. Yeah, check us out. Absolutely. All right. Yeah. Thanks. Bye guys.